Hello, and welcome to another episode with Katie Young. Tonight's episode is all about multilingual teacher education. In our society today, it is important that all teachers are prepared to be bilingual teachers and are able to address the needs of students that speak more than one language or have a language other than English as their first language. And being bilingual is something that I think carries a lot of stigma, but is actually something that is a great asset and something that can be very very beneficial to someone in society. However, our teachers are struggling to know how to interact with these learners, and this is partly due to our teacher education programs that aren't really addressing this change in society, and there are too many limitations in place. So to further prepare our educators, we need to have programs that have three particular competencies. Understanding about bilingual students and their families, especially students from language minority backgrounds. Knowledge of language and bilingualism, multilingualism. Awareness of how to deliver a pedagogy for multilingualism. To begin with, we also need to consider how our educators are going to learn and interact with bilinguals. So there are three different ways to do this through descriptive reviews, microethnographies, and direct experience in schools. The descriptive reviews develop teachers' abilities to use language descriptively through cases and examples. So they have to learn how to use academic language without having too much of their individual bias in place, which is very important for research purposes anyway. When it comes to the microethnographies, they have to be able to observe the various ethnographies which exist within a community and how this is being reflected and influencing our learners in the classroom, making sure that our classrooms are a space that welcome the diversity and that we are capable of communicating within these microethnographies. And lastly, just having direct experience, whether it be through observations or student teaching, is very important so that educators have this hands-on learning opportunity where they are able to get a better grasp of who they are as an educator and how they want to relate to their learners in the classroom setting. So with the first competency, understanding bilingual students and their families. Students have great influence from their family life and families being more involved with learners' education is only going to make the process smoother for these bilingual learners. They're going to have a period of time where they're struggling to assimilate to the teaching practices in the classroom 
as they may clash with the teaching practices of their home culture. So being able to address these struggles and then also just becoming aware of how English may be viewed internationally and how its status as this global language might be intimidating to the bilingual learners, making sure that they feel comfortable using it and that they realize their languages are just as important as English and not something that they should feel ashamed of. And English should not be seen as better than what they already know. It should be the language of the classroom not the only language that is available for them to use. For the second competency, knowledge of bilingualism and multilingualism, it's getting to this point of standardizing language practices and making it so that it is the norm to include bilingualism and multilingualism because that's currently not the norm. And this is based on how we consider language to be important in society, the power behind the language that we are using, being able to manipulate and properly execute language will inherently give someone more power, but the power of our language is usually predetermined based on where we are born and who we are born as. So we need to reshift so that bilingualism is not determined to be a problem, but a resource, and that our bilingual learners are going to be able to expand their minds and be great thinkers and extremely intelligent when it comes to communicating. These learners are going to be the forefront of our future society. And so being able to make this the standard in our education is very important because with education, we want to do everything we can to increase the success of our learners. And this is the next step, making sure that these learners are individuals who can contribute to the formation of a multilingual world. In the last competency, the deliverance of multilingualism pedagogy. We have two principles, social justice and social practice. With social justice, it's requiring educators to advocate in favor of multilingualism. So we need to look at all the practices that we currently have and make sure that they are in favor of multilingualism, which 
they usually are not, especially when it comes to testing and just the materials being used in class. They're very monolingual. They're in English and they're not going to really help these multilingual learners be successful in the classroom. So being able to voice our opinions and advocate for these students is an important first step to get those materials that are more inclusive in the classroom. With social practice, being able to work with other educators to find solutions, to collaborate, and beyond other educators, being able to go out into the community and organize so that more awareness and understanding of all of our learners' needs and backgrounds can be addressed and therefore influence the way that education will be viewed in our communities. Overall, it's at a point in our society where we, we cannot ignore the benefits of multilingualism and the lack of resources that these students have in their schools. We need to make an effort to support them more and advocate them for their future success. Thank you for listening to another episode with Katie Young on multilingual teacher education. Please stay tuned for the next episode.